This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, February 6th. You're listening to WNBF. Matthew Ryan, a former mayor of Binghamton, was one of 15 people arrested during a protest outside a Wegmans store in Johnson City. Area residents organized the demonstration in response to violent incidents involving police in Binghamton and elsewhere in the United States. Village police were assisted by officers from several agencies, including New York State Police and the Broome County Sheriff's Office, in clearing Wegmans' property after the store closed early Wednesday evening. During a WMBF radio interview Friday, Ryan, an attorney, said he had been called to be a legal observer of the protest. He said he had done some shopping in Wegmans before he stood off to the side next to a WSKG public radio reporter to watch what was going on. Ryan acknowledged that at one point he engaged in an argument with a woman who was calling the demonstrators animals. He said there were a few obscenities tossed back and forth between the two during their brief interaction. Ryan said he was some distance from the protesters in the store parking lot as the demonstration was winding down. He said a police officer approached him and said, you have to leave right now. Ryan said he just wanted to be able to observe what's happening. Said the officer asked, so you're not leaving. Ryan said he was arrested and after he said, I don't think I should have to leave. A handwritten appearance ticket was given to Ryan indicated he was going to be charged with trespass and resisting arrest. According to a police department news release, Ryan in fact did not resist arrest. The release indicated resisting arrest was written by mistake and that the appropriate charges of trespass and obstructing governmental administration will likely be filed in the coming days. Late Friday, Village Police released a new statement saying we wish to issue a retraction of some of the statements made about Ryan. The agency said more extensive review of the video video footage revealed that Ryan did buy groceries prior to the start of the event, and we apologize for stating that he lied about that fact. The department said Ryan had been misidentified as someone else who had not entered the store. According to a press release on Thursday, multiple firearms and a variety of drug-related items were seized by the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force. On Wednesday, the task force executed a search warrant at 127 Washington Avenue in the village of Endicott. They seized 32.8 grams of fentanyl, 0.5 grams of black tar heroin, 6.5 suboxone strips, various drug paraphernalia, various pills and prescription medications, including 98 methadone pills, a loaded 9mm ghost gun, a loaded 40 caliber handgun, gun parts including 3D printed parts, explosive blasting caps, and over $2,000 in suspected drug proceeds. As a result of the investigation, Chase Tiffany of Binghamton and Paul Reed of Endicott were arrested. Tiffany was charged with criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, two counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, and criminal possession of a weapon in the fourth degree. Paul Reed was charged with three counts of criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, two counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the fourth degree, and three counts of criminally using drug paraphernalia in the second degree. On Thursday, the task force conducted a drug interdiction stop on Interstate 81 northbound at exit 7 in the town of Shenango. Law enforcement officers seized over 1,000 grams of fentanyl worth approximately $45,000, forged identity documents, or almost $2,000 in suspected drug proceeds, as a result of the investigation, Adolfo Del Rio de Jesus of the Bronx, New York City, was charged with criminal possession of a weapon in the first degree. Franklin Valdez of the Bronx, New York City, was charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance in the first degree. And Carlos Valdez of North Providence, Rhode Island, was charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance in the first degree, criminal possession of a forged instrument in the second degree, and criminal impersonation in the second degree. 
According to a press release from the United States Attorney's Office, Northern District of New York, 55-year-old Charles Wager of Castle-on-Hudson, New York, was convicted of attempting to entice a minor into engaging in unlawful sexual activities following a four-day trial. Wager reportedly exchanged thousands of sexually explicit text messages with people he believed to be a 10-year-old girl and her mother. In addition to discussing different sexual acts with who he believed to be the 10-year-old girl and her mother, Wager also sent nude photos of himself. He then made arrangements to meet the 10-year-old girl and her mother. On February 5, 2021, Wager traveled from Castleton-on-Hudson to Binghamton with the intent to engage in sexual activities with the 10-year-old girl. Upon his arrival at the agreed-upon meeting location in Binghamton, Wager was arrested by law enforcement officials. Wager was already a registered sex offender, pleading guilty in 2002 to rape in the third degree after admitting to having sexual intercourse with a then 15-year-old girl. Following his arrest in Binghamton, he admitted to sexually molesting two other minor victims several decades ago. Wager now faces a minimum of 20 years in prison and a maximum life sentence, in addition to a fine of up to $250,000 and the term of supervised release of at least five years and up to life when he's sentenced on June 8th. Republican lawmakers are accusing China of deliberately surveilling sensitive U.S. military sites with a suspected spy balloon. And they say the Biden administration has given Beijing an intelligence opening by not downing the balloon during its high-altitude drift through American airspace. Democrats are defending Biden, and they note that they were from similar incursions while Donald Trump was president. A missile from an F-22 fighter jet downed the balloon on Saturday off the South Carolina coast. A U.S. official tells the Associated Press that those involved in the recovery of the balloon are planning to take it to the FBI lab in Quantico, Virginia, for further analysis. And the Biden administration has offered to brief congressional leaders on its investigation into the classified documents found in the private possession of President Joe Biden and former President Donald Trump. That's according to people familiar with the matter who spoke to the Associated Press on the condition of anonymity on Sunday. A briefing could come as soon as this week, but it may not meet bipartisan demands from lawmakers who say they have ongoing national security concerns. Any briefing isn't expected to include direct access to the documents that were seized. National Weather Service forecast for down Town Binghamton. Today, chance of rain showers, possibly mixing with snow after 7 a.m., then gradually ending. Mostly cloudy with a high near 38 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 21. Tomorrow, a slight chance of showers after 4 p.m., increasing clouds with a high near 41 degrees, 20% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, chance of rain showers before 5 a.m., then a slight chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy with a low near 32 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. And Wednesday, a slight chance of rain and snow showers before 8 a.m., partly sunny with a high near 41 degrees, 20% chance of rain. Wednesday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 29 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. From the Galt Auto Studios, this is WNBF News Radio AM 1290. Also available at 92.1 FM. Shop Toyota, Chevy, BMW, and pre owned at GaltAuto.com. I can't believe we have to make this commercial. It's ridiculous. You'll think it's ridiculous too. Listen to this. This commercial is about, well, it's about parents being rude at high school athletic events. Ridiculous, right? It gets worse. Studies show more than 75% of new high school officials are quitting because of bad adult behavior. So now there's a shortage of refs here in New York. In almost all sports. No officials means no more games. 
Is that what you want for us? Come on, parents. It's time to grow up. Cheer for your team. Be proud of your children. But stop being so ridiculous. And don't make us run another commercial. Because we will. This message presented by the New York State Public High School Athletic Association and the New York State Athletic Administrators Association, reminding you to always practice good sportsmanship. Hi, folks. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton, now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a Town Square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, February 6th. It's 6.13. You're listening to WNBF's First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for an early morning check on traffic and weather. Haven't heard of any problems out on the Binghamton roads this morning, so let's keep up the safe driving, and if you see anything causing traffic jams out there, let us know. We'll make sure everybody gets to work on time. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 33 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 25. Tonight, chance of rain showers possibly mixing with snow after 7 a.m., then gradually ending. Mostly cloudy with a high near 38 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 21. Tomorrow, slight chance of showers after 4 p.m., increasing clouds with a high near 41 degrees, a 20% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, chance of rain showers before 5 a.m., then a slight chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy with a low near 32 degrees, 30% chance of rain. And Wednesday, a slight chance of rain and snow showers before 8 a.m. Partly sunny with a high near 41 degrees, 20% chance of rain. Wednesday night, slight chance of freezing rain after 2 a.m., mixing with rain after 5 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 29 degrees, 20% chance of rain. 614, you're listening to WMBF. 145 over 92. 180 over 111. 182 over 100. And I had a heart attack and a cardiac arrest. And then a stroke. Your blood pressure numbers could change your life. A lot of people don't understand, including myself, I didn't, now I do, uh, the impact of having a stroke. My memory is shot. When I woke up, I couldn't speak. Lowering your high blood pressure could save you from a heart attack or stroke. If you've stopped your treatment plan, restart it, or talk to your doctor about creating one that works better for you. Start taking the right steps at manageyourbp.org. It's a new life, but I'm going to make it better. Uh, Coming back, ask your doctor, check your blood pressure. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. 618 on WMBF. Time for a sports update. All-star point guard Kyrie Irving is being traded by the Brooklyn Nets. The team has struck a deal with the Dallas Mavericks. That's according to a person with knowledge of the situation who spoke to the AP on condition of anonymity because neither team had announced the move. The Mavericks will trade Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, and a package of draft picks to the Nets. The blockbuster trade ends Irving's pairing with Kevin Durant before it ever had much of a chance to click. Dallas also gets Markeith Morris in the deal. Brings an end to the interesting, to say the least, Kyrie Irving saga in New York with the Brooklyn Nets. If you remember, over the summer, Kyrie Irving had opted into his deal for $36 million, wouldn't have gotten a better deal. Everyone knew he was going to opt in. 
but announced he was opting in and tweeted out that he was staying with Kevin Durant. That's what he wanted to do. He wanted to play with Kevin Durant. And Kevin Durant immediately requests a trade, preferably to Phoenix. Imagine choosing to live in Phoenix, Arizona over Brooklyn, New York. And the Nets end up not trading Kevin Durant over the summer. So they start playing together. And the Kyrie Irving anti-Semitic beliefs saga that kept him off the court for a while. And now him requesting a trade from the Brooklyn Nets and getting granted that trade. An interesting saga, to say the least. Now in the Nets game, Cam Thomas scored a career-high 44 points off the bench. And the shorthanded Brooklyn Nets rallied from a 23-point deficit to stun the Washington Wizards, 125-123. Edmund Sumner also set a personal best with 29 points, and Nick Claxton had 15 points and 13 rebounds for the Nets, who had their largest comeback win of the season, and swept the regular season series against the Wizards. The victory came despite Brooklyn being without Kyrie Irving, who was out with what the team said was right calf soreness the day after he told the team he'd like to be traded. Kristaps Porzingis led the Wizards with 38 points before fouling out. For the Knicks, Julius Randle had 24 points, 9 rebounds, and 7 assists. And Jalen Brunson added 21 points. And the New York Knicks overcame an early 21-point deficit to beat the Philadelphia 76ers 108-97. Evan Fournier came off the bench to add 17 points for the Knicks, who were playing a night after an overtime loss to the Los Angeles Clippers. Joel Embiid had 31 points for the Sixers, going 18 of 19 from the free throw line and grabbed 14 rebounds. Some other sports news. The New York Islanders have signed center Bo Horvat to an eight-year contract less than a week after acquiring him in a trade with the Vancouver Canucks. Horvat's deal is worth $68 million and carries an $8.5 million salary cap hit through the 2030-2031 season. The Islanders traded forward Anthony Beauvillier prospect Atu Ratty and a protected first-round pick to the Canucks for Horvat. He was set to be an unrestricted free agent. Horvat and the Islanders general manager Lou Lamoriello expressed comp confidence about getting a deal done after the trade. The 27-year-old has scored more than 30 goals for the second consecutive season. And the NFL has stopped pretending its All-Star game was an actual game. The latest iteration of the Pro Bowl won't have tackle football, but instead flag football. A series of events that accumulates three points each leads up to three flag football contests. The AFC took a 9-3 lead on Thursday by winning the Precision Passing Competition, the three-event lightning round, and the long drive. The NFC won in dodgeball. It's certainly interesting. 6:21 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Investors on Friday decided to take some of the profits they'd scored during the week, sending the Dow Jones 128 points lower to close just under 34,000. The S&P gave up 1% Friday. The Nasdaq Composite fell 1.6%. 95 of the S&P 500 companies will release earnings reports this week, including PepsiCo, Uber, and ABC's parent company, Walt Disney. Quarterly so far this season have shown disappointing corporate profits. Dell Technologies is cutting over 6,500 jobs in the latest round of tech industry layoffs. Bloomberg reports that Dell and other hardware makers have faced falling consumer demand after they boomed during the pandemic. Soaring food prices have American consumers looking for alternatives. They're finding them in their neighborhood dollar stores. A study published in the American Journal of Public Health finds that dollar stores are the fastest growing grocery retailers in the country. Jim Ryan, ABC News. I believe... 
My friend Teddy almost set his house on fire. He used a counterfeit, you know, a fake wall charger. He had to go to the hospital. My big sister Jenna's face turned bright red. She was just showing people online how to use a new cream. She still has the scars. My brother's friend Billy had to jump off his motor scooter when it caught fire. He fell and got hit by a car. He broke his leg, blew his chances to play basketball in college. My BFF Chloe was riding her bike and hit a ditch. Her helmet broke in two. Now, she has a brain injury. There is a cost to buying cheap. Do you want to pay the price? Real products are tested for safety. Protect yourself. Don't fall for fake products. Visit ncpc.org slash go for real. Brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council and the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Six twenty-five on WMBF. Now time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Now it's hard for me to believe, but it's almost been a decade since I launched the Just Say Hello campaign with Oprah. The idea was to combat loneliness, and unfortunately, in large part due to the pandemic, I think a lot of people have gotten even lonelier. I think it's also safe to say that on the whole, men tend to have fewer close relationships as compared to women. Now, close friendships, not just casual acquaintances, are so important in our lives because we can't just rely on our spouse or significant other or our family for all the support we need. So if you want to make some new friends, real friends, experts say a very powerful place to start is by listening and asking real questions. Maybe the thought of sitting face-to-face and deep diving into your feelings is overwhelming. Well, okay, then make a plan to go do something, but have a meaningful conversation while you are doing it. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. As the world faces the challenges of the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, Lions recognize that kindness matters now more than ever. And Lions and Leos are finding ways to continue to serve our communities, including ordering food delivery for healthcare workers, holding story time for children online, and providing surgical masks to medical professionals and first responders. Empowering us to do more, Lions Club's International Foundation has provided nearly $2.5 million in grant funding for COVID-19 relief. And that support continues to grow. For more than 100 years, in times of need, 
Lions always find a way to help those around them. And after we emerge from this, we will be stronger than ever. Visit lionsclubs.org to learn more. Six twenty nine on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Haven't heard of any problems out on the Binghamton roadways this morning, so let's keep up the safe driving. And if you see anything causing traffic jams out there, let us know. We'll make sure everybody gets to work on time. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 33 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 25. Today, chance of rain showers, possibly mixing with snow after 7 a.m., then gradually ending. Mostly cloudy with a high near 38 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 21. Tomorrow, slight chance of showers after 4 p.m. Increasing clouds with a high near 41 degrees, 20% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, chance of rain showers before 5 a.m. Then a slight chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy with a low near 32 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. And Wednesday, a slight chance of rain and snow showers before 8 a.m. Partly sunny with a high near 41 degrees, 20% chance of rain. Wednesday night, slight chance of freezing rain after 2 a.m., mixing with rain after 5 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 29 degrees, a 20% chance of rain. At 6.30, you're listening to WMBF. Texting Pride Pool. on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment Update. ABC Entertainment News. It's Renaissance. Beyonce. And with that win for Best Dance Electronic Music Album Sunday Night, Beyonce broke the record for the most Grammy wins in history with 32. Lizzo's About Damn Time won Record of the Year with Harry Styles, Bonnie Raitt, and Samara Joy also taking the top categories. Will you make a choice? It took Knock at the Cabin to knock Avatar The Way of Water out of first place at the box office. Filmmaker M. Night Shyamalan's latest thriller debuted with $14.2 million. Let's get it done. Avatar The Way of Water fell to third in week seven, but no complaints. It's currently the fourth highest grossing movie of all time worldwide. Be careful, Ralphie! Melinda Dillon has died at age 80. She's best known as the mom in A Christmas Story and Close Encounters of the Third Kind, the latter chasing the aliens who abducted her son. And singer Rick Astley's 57 Monday. I'm Christopher Watson, ABC News. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, February 6th. You're listening to WNBF. Matthew Ryan, a former mayor of Binghamton, was one of 15 people arrested during a protest outside a Wegmans store in Johnson City. Area residents organized the demonstration in response to violent incidents involving police in Binghamton and elsewhere in the United States. Village police were assisted by officers from several agencies, including New York State Police and the Broome County Sheriff's Office, in clearing Wegmans' property after the store closed early Wednesday evening. During a WMBF radio interview Friday, Ryan, an attorney, said he had been called to be a legal observer of the protest. He said he had done some shopping in Wegmans before he stood off to the side next to a WSKG public radio reporter to watch what was going on. Ryan acknowledged that at one point he engaged in an argument with a woman who was calling the demonstrators animals. He said there were a few obscenities tossed back and forth between the two during their brief interaction. 
Bryan said he was some distance from the protesters in the store parking lot as the demonstration was winding down. He said a police officer approached him and said, you have to leave right now. Ryan said he just wanted to be able to observe what's happening. Said the officer asked, so you're not leaving. Ryan said he was arrested and after he said, I don't think I should have to leave. A handwritten appearance ticket was given to Ryan, indicated he was going to be charged with trespass and resisting arrest. According to a police department news release, Ryan in fact did not resist arrest. The release indicated resisting arrest was written by mistake and that the appropriate charges of trespass and obstructing governmental administration will likely be filed in the coming days. Late Friday, Village Police released a new statement saying we wish to issue a retraction of some of the statements made about Ryan. The agency said more extensive review of the video, video footage revealed that Ryan did buy groceries prior to the start of the event, and we apologize for stating that he lied about that fact. The department said Ryan had been misidentified as someone else who had not entered the store. According to a press release on Thursday, multiple firearms and a variety of drug-related items were seized by the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force. On Wednesday, the task force executed a search warrant at 127 Washington Avenue in the village of Endicott. They seized 32.8 grams of fentanyl, 0.5 grams of black tar heroin, 6.5 suboxone strips, various drug paraphernalia, various pills and prescription medications, including 98 methadone pills, a loaded 9mm ghost gun, a loaded 40 caliber handgun, gun parts including 3D printed parts, explosive blasting caps, and over $2,000 in suspected drug proceeds. As a result of the investigation, Chase Tiffany of Binghamton and Paul Reed of Endicott were arrested. Tiffany was charged with criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, two counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, and criminal possession of a weapon in the fourth degree. Paul Reed was charged with three counts of criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, two counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the fourth degree, and three counts of criminally using drug paraphernalia in the second degree. On Thursday, the task force conducted a drug interdiction stop on Interstate 81 northbound at exit 7 in the town of Shenango. Law enforcement officers seized over 1,000 grams of fentanyl worth approximately $45,000, forged identity documents, or almost $2,000 in suspected drug proceeds, as a result of the investigation, Adolfo Del Rio de Jesus of the Bronx, New York City, was charged with criminal possession of a weapon in the first degree. Franklin Valdez of the Bronx, New York City, was charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance in the first degree. And Carlos Valdez of North Providence, Rhode Island, was charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance in the first degree, criminal possession of a forged instrument in the second degree, and criminal impersonation in the second degree. According to a press release from the United States Attorney's Office, Northern District of New York, 55-year-old Charles Wager of Castle-on-Hudson, New York, was convicted of attempting to entice a minor into engaging in unlawful sexual activities following a four-day trial. Wager reportedly exchanged thousands of sexually explicit text messages with people he believed to be a 10-year-old girl and her mother. In addition to discussing different sexual acts with who he believed to be the 10-year-old girl and her mother, Wager also sent nude photos of himself. He then made arrangements to meet the 10-year-old girl and her mother. On February 5, 2021, Wager traveled from Castleton-on-Hudson to Binghamton with the intent to engage in sexual activities with the 10-year-old girl. Upon his arrival at the agreed-upon meeting location in Binghamton, Wager was arrested by law enforcement officials. 
Wager was already a registered sex offender, pleading guilty in 2002 to rape in the third degree after admitting to having sexual intercourse with a then 15-year-old girl. Following his arrest in Binghamton, he admitted to sexually molesting two other minor victims several decades ago. Wager now faces a minimum of 20 years in prison and a maximum life sentence, in addition to a fine of up to $250,000 and the term of supervised release of at least five years and up to life when he's sentenced on June 8th. Republican lawmakers are accusing China of deliberately surveilling sensitive U.S. military sites with a suspected spy balloon. And they say the Biden administration has given Beijing an intelligence opening by not downing the balloon during its high-altitude drift through American airspace. Democrats are defending Biden, and they note that they were from similar incursions while Donald Trump was president. A missile from an F-22 fighter jet downed the balloon on Saturday off the South Carolina coast. A U.S. official tells the Associated Press that those involved in the recovery of the balloon are planning to take it to the FBI Live in Quantico, Virginia, for further analysis. And the Biden administration has offered to brief congressional leaders on its investigation into the classified documents found in the private possession of President Joe Biden and former President Donald Trump. That's according to people familiar with the matter who spoke to the Associated Press on the condition of anonymity on Sunday. A briefing could come as soon as this week, but it may not meet bipartisan demands from lawmakers who say they have ongoing national security concerns. Any briefing isn't expected to include direct access to the documents that were seized. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, chance of rain showers possibly mixing with snow after 7 a.m., then gradually ending. Mostly cloudy with a high near 38 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 21. Tomorrow, a slight chance of showers after 4 p.m., increasing clouds with a high near 41 degrees, 20% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, chance of rain showers before 5 a.m., then a slight chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy with a low near 32 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. And Wednesday, a slight chance of rain and snow showers before 8 a.m., partly sunny with a high near 41 degrees, 20% chance of rain. Wednesday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 29 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. All right, crew, let's get her dug. Honey, you want to give me a hand? I'm planting that tree, remember? No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. You must call 811 at least two to three business days before any digging project, so you can avoid hitting our essential buried utilities. This includes natural gas and petroleum pipelines, electric, communication cables, and water and sewer lines. So before you do this, or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. First. Six forty-two on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. Now, shout out, quick shout out, quick props to everybody who made it to Binghamton Pond Festival this weekend. I don't know. Last week, I was all excited about the snowshoe race. Then Saturday came, and you know how cold it was. It was freezing. Felt like it was negative twenty degrees. No, 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 no. I stayed inside all day Saturday. Don't think I went outside one time. 
So I did not make it to the snowshoe race or the fireworks show. It was simply too cold for me. Too cold. And of course, the fireworks show on Sunday. Well, it was a little bit warmer for that, but too close to my bedtime. We got to sleep. Either way, shout out to everybody who actually made it out to Pond Fest this weekend. That's true dedication right there. True dedication to the frozen pond. Some other things we have coming up in the Binghamton area. Binghamton On Tap Craft Beer Festival on Saturday, March 25th. It's moving to the arena this year. Tickets are on sale right now and start at $60 for VIP and $43 for general admission. So you want to get those tickets before the price goes up, and it will the closer we get to the event. Don't wait. March is going to be here pretty soon. We've also teamed up with Fox 40 for the clubhouse card. This is your opportunity to play 30 of the area's best golf courses. You'll also get six buckets of balls at Greater Golf Training Center and Pro Shop, and all for under $170. Finding ways to make the game of golf more affordable and give people something to look forward to in these cold winter months. I'm not much of a golfer myself because I stink at it. I like to go to the range sometimes, hit some balls. So maybe I get those six buckets of balls at Greater Golf Training Center and Pro Shop. And then I'll get good at golf, and I'll actually be able to go out during the summer. You know, it seems a shame my work schedule has me here so early in the morning. But I have a pretty good chunk of day to do whatever I want with afterwards. Well, it's a shame that I'm not good at golf. That would give me something to do. It's 6.45. You're listening to WMBF. Do you worry about how much someone drinks? Do you feel angry or depressed most of the time? Do you feel neglected or unloved? Do you feel you attract people who tend to be compulsive or abusive? Do you have money problems because of someone else's drinking? Are you afraid or embarrassed to bring your friends home? Do you feel that if the drinker loved you, she or he would stop drinking? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you are not alone. More than half of all adults have a family history of alcoholism. Not everyone trapped by alcohol is an alcoholic. Families and friends are suffering too. Al-Anon and Alateen can help. Call 1-866-200-0223 or visit alanon.org slash help. on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Haven't heard of any problems out on the Binghamton roadways this morning, so let's keep up the safe driving. If you see anything causing traffic jams out there, let us know. We'll make sure everybody gets to work on time. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 33 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 25. Today, chance of rain showers, possibly mixing with snow after 7 a.m., then gradually ending. Mostly cloudy with a high near 38 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 21. Tomorrow, a slight chance of showers after 4 p.m. Increasing clouds with a high near 41 degrees, a 20% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, chance of rain showers before 5 a.m., then a slight chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy with a low near 32 degrees, 30% chance of rain. And Wednesday, a slight chance of rain and snow showers before 8 a.m. Partly sunny with a high near 41 degrees, 20% chance of rain. Wednesday night, slight chance of freezing rain after 2 a.m., mixing with rain after 5 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 29 degrees, a 20% chance of rain. 
649. You're listening to WMBF. I studied. on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando. Most Americans are outraged that our government allowed the Chinese to float a spy balloon all across our entire country. Especially we know the government knew about this thing more than a week ago when it drifted into Alaska airspace. So what can we do? I'm Kim Commando brought to you by CarShield. Be prepared for the unexpected. Visit carshield.com slash Kim and save 10%. Deductible may apply. Obviously, communist China is not our friend. It spies on our military, it steals our business trade secrets, and then manufactures its own products using our technology. It spies on you and your family with the most popular social media program on the planet, TikTok. TikTok's parent company is ByteDance, located in Beijing. ByteDance gives all the personal data it collects right to the communist Chinese government. And let me tell you, it collects a lot. You saw the balloon. You know what they think of us. So now, finally, after all the warnings, can we just ban TikTok? Find my longer daily podcast called Kim Commando Today wherever you get your podcasts. When you use the bathroom, you always close the door behind you, right? You don't want random passerbys just looking in. So why would you let people look in on you when you go online? Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like going to the bathroom and not closing the door. Your ISP knows every single website you visit and can sell this information to ad companies and tech giants who will use your data to target you. ExpressVPN creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so that your online activity can't be seen by anyone. I use ExpressVPN on all my devices. It works on phones, laptops, even routers. Plus, it's as easy as closing the bathroom door. Just fire up the app, click one button, and you're protected. If you're like me and believe that your online activity is your business, secure yourself by visiting expressvpn.com slash Kim today. Use my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash Kim, to get an extra three months free. That's expressvpn.com slash Kim. If you suffer from COPD symptoms like shortness of breath and fatigue, where do you turn? There are medications and oxygen, but do you know about pulmonary rehab? Three out of five COPD patients have never heard of it. Pulmonary Rehab is an exercise, education, and support program that gives you tools to manage your condition. And Medicare typically pays for it. So whether it's grocery shopping on your own or just walking across the room, Pulmonary Rehab can help you. Visit livebetter.org to find out about your options for pulmonary rehab today. on WMBF. Time for a sports update. All-star point guard Kyrie Irving is being traded by the Brooklyn Nets. The team has struck a deal with the Dallas Mavericks. It's according to a person with knowledge of the situation who spoke to the AP on condition of anonymity because neither team had announced the move. The Mavericks will trade Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, and a package of draft picks to the Nets. The blockbuster trade end Irving's pair with Kevin Durant before it even had much of a chance to click. Dallas also gets Markeith Morris in the deal. So it brings about the end of the Kyrie Irving in Brooklyn's era. That was certainly an interesting one. Now, if you remember over the summer, after Kyrie Irving opted into his deal for about $36 million, I believe, he had tweeted out he was staying with Kevin Durant, wanted to stay with Kevin Durant. Then Durant requested a trade immediately after. Ended up not getting traded. The Nets held on to him. 
So he and Kyrie played a little bit together this year. Now Kyrie Irving getting the trade, requesting the trade himself. It wasn't a Nets decision. Irving requested to be traded. I'm not sure what's going on in that situation, but it was certainly an interesting era with Kyrie Irving. Had the COVID-19 absences. He refused to get the vaccine, so he had to miss a lot of time for the Nets when there were still vaccine mandates in place. And, of course, earlier this year, suspended for anti-Semitic comments he made on Twitter. Interesting saga. In the Nets game, Cam Thomas scored a career-high 44 points off the bench, and the shorthanded Brooklyn Nets rallied from a 23-point deficit to stun the Washington Wizards 125-123. to Edmund Sumner also set a personal best with 29 points, and Nick Claxton had 15 points and 13 rebounds for the Nets, who had their largest comeback win of the season and swept the regular season series against the Wizards. The victory came despite Brooklyn being without Kyrie Irving, who was out with what the team said was right calf soreness. A day after he told the team he would like to be traded, ended up getting traded. It's a more of a phantom injury situation. Kristaps Porzingis led the Wizards with 38 points before fouling out. For the Knicks, Julius Randle had 24 points, 9 rebounds, and 7 assists. And Jalen Brunson scored 21 points, and the New York Knicks overcame an early 21-point deficit to beat the Philadelphia 76ers, 108-97. Evan Fournier came off the bench to add 17 points for the Knicks, who were playing a night after an overtime loss to the Los Angeles Clippers. Joel Embiid had 31 points for the 76ers, going 18-19 of 19 from the free-throw line, and grabbed 14 rebounds. And the New York Islanders have signed center Bo Horvat to an eight-year contract, less than a week after acquiring him in a trade with the Vancouver Canucks. Horvat's deal is worth $68 million and carries an $8.5 million salary cap hit through the 2030-31 season. The Islanders traded forward Anthony Beauvillier prospect Atu Ratti and a protected first-round pick to the Canucks for Horvat. He was set to be an unrestricted free agent. Horvat and Islanders general manager Lou Lamoriello expressed confidence about getting a deal done after the trade. The 27-year-old has scored more than 30 goals for a second consecutive season already. 659, you're listening to WMBF. Attention. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Closing out hour number one of WMBF's first news with myself, James Kelly, ABC News, up next. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, February 6th. You're listening to WNBF. Matthew Ryan, a former mayor of Binghamton, was one of 15 people arrested during a protest outside a Wegman store in Johnson City. Area residents organized the demonstration in response to violent incidents involving police in Binghamton and elsewhere in the United States. Village police were assisted by officers from several agencies, including New York State Police and the Broome County Sheriff's Office, in clearing Wegman's property after the store closed early Wednesday evening. During a WMBF radio interview Friday, Ryan, an attorney, said he had been called to be a legal observer of the protest. He said he had done some shopping in Wegmans before he stood off to the side next to a WSKG public radio reporter to watch what was going on. Ryan acknowledged that at one point he engaged in an argument with a woman who was calling the demonstrators animals. He said there were a few obscenities tossed back and forth between the two during their brief interaction. 
Ryan said he was some distance from the protesters in the store parking lot as the demonstration was winding down. He said a police officer approached him and said, you have to leave right now. Ryan said he just wanted to be able to observe what's happening. Said the officer asked, so you're not leaving. Ryan said he was arrested and after he said, I don't think I should have to leave. A handwritten appearance ticket was given to Ryan, indicated he was going to be charged with trespass and resisting arrest. According to a police department news release, Ryan, in fact, did not resist arrest. The release indicated resisting arrest was written by mistake and that the appropriate charges of trespass and obstructing governmental administration will likely be filed in the coming days. Late Friday, Village Police released a new statement saying we wish to issue a retraction of some of the statements made about Ryan. The agency said more extensive review of the video, video footage revealed that Ryan did buy groceries prior to the start of the event, and we apologize for stating that he lied about that fact. The department said Ryan had been misidentified as someone else who had not entered the store. According to a press release on Thursday, multiple firearms and a variety of drug-related items were seized by the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force. On Wednesday, the task force executed a search warrant at 127 Washington Avenue in the village of Endicott. They seized 32.8 grams of fentanyl, 0.5 grams of black tar heroin, 6.5 suboxone strips, various drug paraphernalia, various pills and prescription medications, including 98 methadone pills, a loaded 9mm ghost gun, a loaded 40 caliber handgun, gun parts including 3D printed parts, explosive blasting caps, and over $2,000 in suspected drug proceeds. As a result of the investigation, Chase Tiffany of Binghamton and Paul Reed of Endicott were arrested. Tiffany was charged with criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, two counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, and criminal possession of a weapon in the fourth degree. Paul Reed was charged with three counts of criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, two counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the fourth degree, and three counts of criminally using drug paraphernalia in the second degree. On Thursday, the task force conducted a drug interdiction stop on Interstate 81 northbound at Exit 7 in the town of Shenango. Law enforcement officers seized over 1,000 grams of fentanyl worth approximately $45,000, forged identity documents, or almost $2,000 in suspected drug proceeds. As a result of the investigation, Adolfo Del Rio de Jesus of the Bronx, New York City, was charged with criminal possession of a weapon in the first degree. Franklin Valdez of the Bronx, New York City, was charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance in the first degree. And Carlos Valdez of North Providence, Rhode Island, was charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance in the first degree, criminal possession of a forged instrument in the second degree, and criminal impersonation in the second degree. According to a press release from the United States Attorney's Office, Northern District of New York, 55-year-old Charles Wager of Castle-on-Hudson, New York, was convicted of attempting to entice a minor into engaging in unlawful sexual activities following a four-day trial. Wager reportedly exchanged thousands of sexually explicit text messages with people he believed to be a 10-year-old girl and her mother. In addition to discussing different sexual acts with who he believed to be the 10-year-old girl and her mother, Wager also sent nude photos of himself. He then made arrangements to meet the 10-year-old girl and her mother. On February 5, 2021, Wager traveled from Castleton-on-Hudson to Binghamton with the intent to engage in sexual activities with the 10-year-old girl. Upon his arrival at the agreed-upon meeting location in Binghamton, Wager was arrested by law enforcement officials. 
Wager was already a registered sex offender, pleading guilty in 2002 to rape in the third degree after admitting to having sexual intercourse with a then 15-year-old girl. Following his arrest in Binghamton, he admitted to sexually molesting two other minor victims several decades ago. Wager now faces a minimum of 20 years in prison and a maximum life sentence, in addition to a fine of up to $250,000 and the term of supervised release of at least five years and up to life when he's sentenced on June 8th. Republican lawmakers are accusing China of deliberately surveilling sensitive U.S. military sites with a suspected spy balloon. And they say the Biden administration has given Beijing an intelligence opening by not downing the balloon during its high-altitude drift through American airspace. Democrats are defending Biden, and they note that they were from similar incursions while Donald Trump was president. A missile from an F-22 fighter jet downed the balloon on Saturday off the South Carolina coast. A U.S. official tells the Associated Press that those involved in the recovery of the balloon are planning to take it to the FBI Live in Quantico, Virginia, for further analysis. And the Biden administration has offered to brief congressional leaders on its investigation into the classified documents found in the private possession of President Joe Biden and former President Donald Trump. That's according to people familiar with the matter who spoke to the Associated Press on the condition of anonymity on Sunday. A briefing could come as soon as this week, but it may not meet bipartisan demands from lawmakers who say they have ongoing national security concerns. Any briefing isn't expected to include direct access to the documents that were seized. National Weather Service forecast for downtown town Binghamton. Today, chance of rain showers possibly mixing with snow after 7 a.m., then gradually ending. Mostly cloudy with a high near 38 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 21. Tomorrow, a slight chance of showers after 4 p.m., increasing clouds with a high near 41 degrees, 20% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, chance of rain showers before 5 a.m., then a slight chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy with a low near 32 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. And Wednesday, a slight chance of rain and snow showers before 8 a.m., partly sunny with a high near 41 degrees, 20% chance of rain. Wednesday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 29 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WMBF Binghamton, now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Over the years, you've brought them into your home. You were prescribed opioids after the C-section, when dad injured his back, when your basketball star tore his ACL. Opioids helped with the pain, and you held on to them, just in case. But did you know holding on to unused opioids puts your family at risk? Opioids are powerful pain-reducing prescription medicines, but most people who are prescribed opioids don't finish their prescriptions. So millions of unused opioids are sitting in homes across the country. And tragically, more than 100 Americans die every day from overdoses involving opioids. What can you do to protect your family? Remove the risk of unused opioids from your home. Pills, patches, or syrups in drawers, purses, and cabinets. Anywhere they might be hiding. To find out how to dispose of them properly, visit www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 7.13 on WMBF. You're listening to hour number two of First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Haven't heard of any problems out on the Binghamton roadways this morning, so let's keep up the safe driving. If you see anything causing traffic jams out there, let us know. We'll make sure everybody gets to work on time. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. 
Right now about 33 degrees, mostly cloudy outside. Windchill has it at 24 degrees. Today, slight chance of rain and snow showers before 7 a.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 38 degrees, 20% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 21. Tomorrow, chance of showers mainly after 4 p.m., increasing clouds with a high near 41 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, chance of rain showers before 4 a.m., then a slight chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy with a low near 32 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. And Wednesday, partly sunny with a high near 41, Wednesday night. Slight chance of freezing rain between 1 a.m. and 4 a.m., then a slight chance of rain showers after 4 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 29 degrees, 20% chance of rain. 714, you're listening to WMBF. Did you know Many medicines used to treat colds and flu contain acetaminophen, a pain reliever and fever reducer found in hundreds of over-the-counter and prescription medicines. But taking too much or more than one medication containing acetaminophen per day can damage your liver. So always read the label and don't take acetaminophen if you drink three or more alcoholic drinks every day. To learn more, visit fda.gov slash OTC pain info. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Food and Drug Administration. Jackson Some kids never smile. They're embarrassed by their crooked teeth. They want braces like the other kids, but their families can't afford them. Some may even try to straighten their teeth themselves. That can make everything worse. Luckily, there's Donated Orthodontic Services, a program from the American Association of Orthodontists. It helps provide orthodontic treatment to kids and teens whose families can't afford it. For kids who apply, are approved, and are matched with a volunteer orthodontist, it can be life-changing. Their treatment is in the hands of an expert, a licensed local orthodontic specialist who improves their smiles by correctly aligning teeth and jaws. Some kids think they'll never smile again, but donated orthodontic services may help them smile with confidence. To link to the application and eligibility requirements, visit aaoinfo.org. Seven eighteen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. All-star point guard Kyrie Irving is being traded by the Brooklyn Nets. The team has struck a deal with the Dallas Mavericks. That's according to a person with knowledge of the situation who spoke to the Associated Press on condition of anonymity because neither team had announced the move yet. The Mavericks will trade Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, and a package of draft picks to the Nets. The blockbuster trade ends Irving's pairing with Kevin Durant before it ever had much of a chance to click. Dallas also gets Markeith Morris in the deal. So the end of the Kyrie Irving saga in Brooklyn was certainly an interesting one, especially over the last couple seasons. If you remember, had some trouble staying on the court because of the COVID-19 vaccine. He refused to get it. A lot of places had vaccine mandates, so he wasn't able to play a lot of the games for the Nets. Then this past summer, opts into the deal, giving him one more year in Brooklyn. And Kevin Durant promptly requests a trade to the Phoenix Suns, doesn't get it. So Durant and Irving play together. And Irving earlier this year suspended for a few games after commenting on a documentary that had some anti-Semitic beliefs in it. And now Kyrie Irving requesting a trade from the Brooklyn Nets. Certainly an interesting saga. Now Kyrie done in Brooklyn. As far as their game goes, Cam Thomas scored a career-high 44 points off the bench. 
and the shorthanded Brooklyn Nets rallied from a 23-point deficit to stun the Washington Wizards 125-123. Edmund Sumner also set a personal best with 29 points, and Nick Claxton had 15 points and 13 rebounds for the Nets, who had their largest comeback win of the season and swept the regular season series against the Wizards. The victory came despite Brooklyn being without Kyrie Irving, who was out with what the team said was right calf soreness the day after he told the team he would like to be traded. Maybe a phantom injury situation there, Kristaps Porzingis led the Wizards with 38 points before fouling out. For the Knicks, Julius Randle had 24 points, 9 rebounds, and 7 assists, and Jalen Brunson scored 21 points, and the New York Knicks overcame an early 21-point deficit to beat the Philadelphia 76ers 108-97. Evan Fournier came off the bench to add 17 points for the Knicks, who were playing a night after an overtime loss to the Los Angeles Clippers. Joel Embiid had 31 points for the 76ers, going 18 of 19 from the free throw line, and grabbed 14 rebounds. Some hockey news. The New York Islanders have signed center Bo Horvat to an eight-year contract, less than a week after acquiring him in a trade with the Vancouver Canucks. Horvat's deal is worth $68 million and carries an $8.5 million salary cap hit through the 2030-31 season. The Islanders traded forward Anthony Beauvillier, prospect Atu Ratti, and a protected first-round pick to the Canucks for Horvat. He was set to be an unrestricted free agent. Horvat and Islanders general manager Lou Lamariello expressed confidence about getting a deal done after the trade. The 27-year-old has scored more than 30 goals for a second consecutive season. And a few minutes after the Kansas City Chiefs and quarterback Patrick Mahomes landed in Phoenix, the pilot hung a Chiefs kingdom flag outside the window as players, coaches, and staff got off the plane and walked across the runway. About an hour later, it was the Philadelphia Eagles who arrived in Arizona with an It's a Philly Thing flag fluttering in the runway as quarterback Jalen Hurts and coach Nick Sirianni and others made their way to a fleet of buses. Super Bowl 57 is just one week away. The Chiefs will face the Eagles on February 12th in Glendale, Arizona. 721 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Investors on Friday decided to take some of the profits they'd scored during the week, sending the Dow Jones 128 points lower to close just under 34,000. The S&P gave up 1% Friday. The Nasdaq Composite fell 1.6%. 95 of the S&P 500 companies will release earnings reports this week, including PepsiCo, Uber, and ABC's parent company, Walt Disney. Quarterly so far this season have shown disappointing corporate profits. Dell Technologies is cutting over 6,500 jobs in the latest round of tech industry layoffs. Bloomberg reports that Dell and other hardware makers have faced falling consumer demand after they boomed during the pandemic. Soaring food prices have American consumers looking for alternatives. They're finding them in their neighborhood dollar stores. A study published in the American Journal of Public Health finds that dollar stores are the fastest growing grocery retailers in the country. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Howdy. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Well, I finally did it. I improved my credit score. You're kidding, right? Uh, no. How are we supposed to be the bad boys of electrosynth pop if you're out there being responsible? The band is about to be discovered. This is our year. Uh, yeah, you've been saying that for a while now. You think anyone in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was worried about their credit score? I never really thought that Of we were... course they weren't. Rock stars aren't supposed to think about that kind of stuff. We're supposed to think about how many guitars we've smashed, write aggressively sensitive power ballads, start questionable fashion trends, tragically break up and blame creative differences. All right, all right, just... 
I thought maybe it was time to take control of my finances, you know? Start using a budget, get out of debt, set some goals. A budget? Debt? Set some goals? Listen, I knew that we'd have our creative differences, but I was hoping they'd involve a little more scandal. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Attention. Seven twenty-five on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Political Insights. Here are your political insights from ABC News. The Democratic Party voted to officially move the first voting of the 2024 primary season from Iowa to South Carolina. No more Iowa and New Hampshire going first. Iowa taken out of the system entirely after their debacle four years ago. And in, in New Hampshire, they're being put into an almost impossible position where they may not be able to comply with these Democratic rules because of their state law. The upshot is South Carolina will go first and two additional big diverse states, Georgia and Michigan, will have an outsized role in the process. ABC News political director Rick Klein. New Hampshire Governor Chris Sununu says he might seek the Republican presidential nomination in 24 and reveals why he believes the last president's chances are slim. Trump is going to be seen as a very extreme candidate. The country's going to push back against it. If we Just look at the results of, of three months ago, and that shows you where extreme candidates are going to end up falling. The governor on ABC's This Week broadcast. And those are your political insights. Richard Cantu, ABC News. First... Seven twenty-eight on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Haven't heard of any problems out on the Binghamton roads this morning, so let's keep up the safe driving. And if you see anything causing traffic jams out there, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. Make sure everyone gets to work on time. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now, about thirty-three degrees, mostly cloudy outside. Windchill has it at twenty-four degrees. Today, a slight chance of rain and snow showers before 7 a.m., mostly cloudy, with a high near 38 degrees, a 20% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly cloudy, with a low near 21. Tomorrow, chance of showers, mainly after 4 p.m., increasing clouds, with a high near 41 degrees, chance of rain 30%. Tomorrow night, chance of rain showers before 4 a.m., then a slight chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy, with a low near 32 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. And Wednesday, partly sunny with a high near 41. Wednesday night, slight chance of freezing rain between 1 a.m. and 4 a.m. Then a slight chance of rain showers after 4 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 29 degrees, a 20% chance of rain. You're listening to WMBF. 729. Imagine a world where bullying isn't considered a normal part of childhood. A world where I'm not afraid to go to school. <laughs> to speak out. To be myself. Loser. A world where I'm not afraid to be caught alone. Come on, punk. We have the power to stop the bullying. Speak out. Speak up. Educate. Find out what to look for and how you can make a difference at bullying.org. Bullying is not kids being kids. It's not about good homes or bad homes. It's not a normal part of growing up. I shouldn't be afraid to get on the school bus. To turn on my computer. Message. I walked to my locker. <laughs> Did you know that a bully will stop his or her behavior in 10 seconds when their peers speak up? Use your voice. Hey, leave him alone. We have the power to stop bullying. Find out more at bullying.org. Bullying.org. Where you're not alone. Where you're not alone. Where you're not alone. I studied. 
731 on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment Update. ABC Entertainment News. It's Renaissance. Beyonce. And with that win for Best Dance Electronic Music Album Sunday night, Beyonce broke the record for the most Grammy wins in history with 32. Lizzo's About Damn Time won Record of the Year with Harry Styles, Bonnie Raitt, and Samara Joy also taking the top categories. Will you make a choice? It took Knock at the Cabin to knock Avatar The Way of Water out of first place at the box office. Filmmaker M. Night Shyamalan's latest thriller debuted with $14.2 million. Let's get it done. Avatar The Way of Water felt a third in week seven, but no complaints. It's currently the fourth highest grossing movie of all time worldwide. Be careful, Ralphie! Melinda Dillon has died at age 83. She's best known as the mom in A Christmas Story and Close Encounters of the Third Kind, the latter chasing the aliens who abducted her son. And singer Rick Astley's 57 Monday. I'm Christopher Watson, ABC News. Now that you're... Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, February 6th. You're listening to WNBF. Matthew Ryan, a former mayor of Binghamton, was one of 15 people arrested during a protest outside a Wegmans store in Johnson City. Area residents organized the demonstration in response to violent incidents involving police in Binghamton and elsewhere in the United States. Village police were assisted by officers from several agencies, including New York State Police and the Broome County Sheriff's Office, in clearing Wegmans' property after the store closed early Wednesday evening. During a WMBF radio interview Friday, Ryan, an attorney, said he had been called to be a legal observer of the protest. He said he had done some shopping in Wegmans before he stood off to the side next to a WSKG public radio reporter to watch what was going on. Ryan acknowledged that at one point he engaged in an argument with a woman who was calling the demonstrators animals. He said there were a few obscenities tossed back and forth between the two during their brief interaction. Ryan said he was some distance from the protesters in the store parking lot as the demonstration was winding down. He said a police officer approached him and said, you have to leave right now. Ryan said he just wanted to be able to observe what's happening. Said the officer asked, so you're not leaving. Ryan said he was arrested and after he said, I don't think I should have to leave. A handwritten appearance ticket was given to Ryan, indicated he was going to be charged with trespass and resisting arrest. According to a police department news release, Ryan, in fact, did not resist arrest. The release indicated resisting arrest was written by mistake and that the appropriate charges of trespass and obstructing governmental administration will likely be filed in the coming days. Late Friday, Village Police released a new statement saying we wish to issue a retraction of some of the statements made about Ryan. The agency said more extensive review of the video video footage revealed that Ryan did buy groceries prior to the start of the event, and we apologize for stating that he lied about that fact. The department said Ryan had been misidentified as someone else who had not entered the store. According to a press release on Thursday, multiple firearms and a variety of drug-related items were seized by the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force. On Wednesday, the task force executed a search warrant at 127 Washington Avenue in the village of Endicott. They seized 32.8 grams of fentanyl, 0.5 grams of black tar heroin, 6.5 suboxone strips, various drug paraphernalia, various pills and prescription medications, including 98 methadone pills, a loaded 9mm ghost gun, a loaded 40 caliber handgun, gun parts including 3D printed parts, explosive blasting caps, and over $2,000 in suspected drug proceeds. As a result of the investigation, Chase Tiffany of Binghamton and Paul Reed of Endicott were arrested. 
Tiffany was charged with criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, two counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, and criminal possession of a weapon in the fourth degree. Paul Reed was charged with three counts of criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, two counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the fourth degree, and three counts of criminally using drug paraphernalia in the second degree. On Thursday, the task force conducted a drug interdiction stop on Interstate 81 northbound at exit 7 in the town of Shenango. Law enforcement officers seized over 1,000 grams of fentanyl worth approximately $45,000, forged identity documents, or almost $2,000 in suspected drug proceeds. As a result of the investigation, Adolfo Del Rio de Jesus of the Bronx, New York City, was charged with criminal possession of a weapon in the first degree. Franklin Valdez of the Bronx, New York City, was charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance in the first degree. And Carlos Valdez of North Providence, Rhode Island, was charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance in the first degree, criminal possession of a forged instrument in the second degree, and criminal impersonation in the second degree. According to a press release from the United States Attorney's Office, Northern District of New York, 55-year-old Charles Wager of Castle-on-Hudson, New York, was convicted of attempting to entice a minor into engaging in unlawful sexual activities following a four-day trial. Wager reportedly exchanged thousands of sexually explicit text messages with people he believed to be a 10-year-old girl and her mother. In addition to discussing different sexual acts with who he believed to be the 10-year-old girl and her mother, Wager also sent nude photos of himself. He then made arrangements to meet the 10-year-old girl and her mother on February 5, 2021. Wager traveled from Castleton-on-Hudson to Binghamton with the intent to engage in sexual activities with the 10-year-old girl. Upon his arrival at the agreed-upon meeting location in Binghamton, Wager was arrested by law enforcement officials. Wager was already a registered sex offender, pleading guilty in 2002 to rape in the third degree after admitting to having sexual intercourse with a then 15-year-old girl. Following his arrest in Binghamton, he admitted to sexually molesting two other minor victims several decades ago. Wager now faces a minimum of 20 years in prison and a maximum life sentence, in addition to a fine of up to $250,000 and the term of supervised release of at least five years and up to life when he's sentenced on June 8th. Republican lawmakers are accusing China of deliberately surveilling sensitive U.S. military sites with a suspected spy balloon. And they say the Biden administration has given Beijing an intelligence opening by not downing the balloon during its high-altitude drift through American airspace. Democrats are defending Biden, and they note that they were from similar incursions while Donald Trump was president. A missile from an F-22 fighter jet downed the balloon on Saturday off the South Carolina coast. A U.S. official tells the Associated Press that those involved in the recovery of the balloon are planning to take it to the FBI lab in Quantico, Virginia, for further analysis. And the Biden administration has offered to brief congressional leaders on its investigation into the classified documents found in the private possession of President Joe Biden and former President Donald Trump. That's according to people familiar with the matter who spoke to the Associated Press on the condition of anonymity on Sunday. A briefing could come as soon as this week, but it may not meet bipartisan demands from lawmakers who say they have ongoing national security concerns. Any briefing isn't expected to include direct access to the documents that were seized. National Weather Service forecast for down Town Binghamton. Today, chance of rain showers, possibly mixing with snow after 7 a.m., then gradually ending. Mostly cloudy with a high near 38 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 21. Tomorrow, a slight chance of showers after 4 p.m., increasing clouds with a high near 41 degrees, 20% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, chance of rain showers before 5 a.m., then a slight chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy with a low near 32 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. 
And Wednesday, a slight chance of rain and snow showers before 8 a.m., partly sunny with a high near 41 degrees, 20% chance of rain. Wednesday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 29 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. In 2010, Liz was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. After losing her job due to treatment, she was left with few options. A housing voucher gave her hope that she could find a place to live with her daughter. To her surprise, that same voucher would result in her being denied housing. I felt so dejected and ashamed. It was shocking to me that people actually just discriminated against you for the type of income you were utilizing to pay your rent. Now, thanks to a new law in New York State, it is illegal for people like Liz to be denied housing based on their source of income. Do you use non-wage income such as veterans or disability benefits, Section 8 vouchers, or child support to pay for housing? If you suspect discrimination, call 1-800-788-9898 to contact the New York State Office of the Attorney General or visit endincomebiasny.com. I am at this point proud to say that I am using my voucher and a proud renter of an apartment where my daughter and I are very happily living. Individual round. on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. And one interesting story that caught my eye was about ChatGPT. A president's State of the Union address has a predictable formula, but what if a computer program were to write it? The Associated Press asked the ChatGPT bot to do just that. AP told the app to produce the speech as some of history's most famous figures might have written it. The results are a far cry from anything people will hear Tuesday. From President Joe Biden, ChatGPT generated a Shakespeare version of the State of the Union all in rhyme. AP also asked for versions in the style of Martin Luther King Jr., Cleopatra, Winston Churchill, Abraham Lincoln, Gandhi, Elvis Presley, Madonna, and the Three Stooges. The reason ChatGPT scares me is because it's smart enough to do that. I'm sure when you actually read the State of the Union all in rhyme, I'm sure it looks ridiculous. But can't argue that that would certainly make the State of the Union more interesting if the whole thing was a big rhyme. Just a little extra flair. On one of the most important, one of the most important speeches of the year. Another big story: China has accused the United States of indiscriminate use of force in shooting down a suspected Chinese spy balloon, saying it seriously damaged both sides' efforts to stabilize Sino-U.S. relationships. Vice Foreign Minister Zi Feng said he lodged a formal complaint with the U.S. Embassy over the use of military force on the balloon. Zi repeated China's insistence that the balloon was an unmanned Chinese civil airship that blew into U.S. airspace by mistake. He called the U.S. response an overreaction that seriously violated the spirit of international law. The presence of the balloon above the U.S. dealt a severe blow to already strained U.S.-Chinese relations. 744 you're listening to WMBF. This is the sound of a brand new outdoor grill being hurled off a 20-story building. Now a stylish glass coffee table. An electric guitar. These are the things you could enjoy all cast into oblivion. Because when you throw away money on wasted electricity, you throw away everything you could have bought with it. 
Visit energysavers.gov and get tips on how to save energy and money. Then do things like switch to Energy Star light bulbs or Energy Star appliances, and you could save hundreds of dollars a year. So this doesn't happen to the recliner you've had your eye on, or this to the treadmill on your wish list, or this to the shiny new bike your kid's been asking for. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective, even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit fda.gov slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. People. News Radio 1290 WMBF. 748 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Haven't heard of any problems out on the Binghamton roads this morning. So let's keep up the safe driving. If you see anything causing traffic jams out there, let us know. We'll make sure everyone gets to work on time. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 33 degrees, mostly cloudy outside. Windchill has it at 24 degrees. Today a slight chance of rain and snow showers before 7 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 38 degrees, 20% chance of rain. Tonight mostly cloudy with a low near 21. Tomorrow chance of showers mainly after 4 p.m. Increasing clouds with a high near 41 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, chance of rain showers before 4 a.m., then a slight chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy with a low near 32 degrees, 30% chance of rain. And Wednesday, partly sunny with a high near 41. Wednesday night, slight chance of freezing rain between 1 a.m. and 4 a.m., then a slight chance of rain showers after 4 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 29 degrees, chance of rain 20%. 749. You're listening to WMBF. It is with great pleasure that I welcome you to today's graduation ceremony. Students, uh, when you hear the reason or reasons for your absences throughout the years, please exit the auditorium without your high school diploma. Once you've exited, remove your cap and gown and proceed into the unknown. <clears throat> Too tired. Family trip, part-time job, helping around the house, sick day, starting the holidays early, just because. Starting in the sixth grade, students who miss 18 days or more of school in a year for any reason will fall behind and risk not graduating high school. How many days of school has your child missed this year? Absences add up. Keep track at boostattendance.org today. Brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. Seven fifty-one on WMBF. Now time for ABC's tech trends. 
From ABC News, Tech Trends, composting is good for the environment, but a new startup says improvements could be made to the smell. Mill is a new company that for 33 bucks a month will grant you a composting membership. Kristen Verdone is head of product. She says it all starts with a bin. It looks like a normal kitchen bin. It has a pedal and a lid. There's no mental load to learn how to use this thing. You press the pedal, the lid opens up, and you throw in your food scraps. Normally, those scraps would be left to decompose. Now I've got fruit flies, and I have to remember to take this trash out every day. Verdone says the bin is instead designed to turn them into food grounds by heating them up and grinding them down. This is dried, compacted, not smelly, um, and they look kind of like coffee grounds. Those grounds can help fertilize your garden or you have a pathway to send them to farms rather than landfills um, using the U.S. Postal Service. With Tech Trends, I'm Mike Dubusky, ABC News. We are lions. We bring hope where it's needed. We are a global force for good. Support causes that matter. Change lives. Change communities. Change the world. We can do more together than we can alone. Join in. Experience the joy of serving. Be part of the movement. Give back. Let's unite the world for good. We are lions. You can be too. Visit WeServe.org. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed, could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Seven fifty-five on WMBF. Time for a sports update. All-star point guard Kyrie Irving is being traded by the Brooklyn Nets. The team has struck a deal with the Dallas Mavericks. That's according to a person with knowledge of the situation who spoke to the AP on condition of anonymity because neither team had announced the move. The Mavericks will trade Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, and a package of draft picks to the Nets. The blockbuster trade ends Irving's pairing with Kevin Durant before it ever had much of a chance to click. Dallas also gets Markeith Morris in the deal. Though Kyrie Irving out in Brooklyn, and what a journey it was. From when they acquired him to the COVID-19 vaccine missed games, unable to play for a large chunk of games over the past couple of seasons after refusing to get the COVID-19 vaccine. Then opting into his deal, which prompted Kevin Durant to ask for a trade over the summer, Nets ended up not trading him, decided to hold on to him, declined to accept the trade request, and now Kyrie Irving requesting a trade. It's been a weird journey. It's certainly weird that Kyrie asking to be traded from a team that's doing pretty well right now. A team in the playoff picture. Alongside Kevin Durant. 
is out right now with a sprained right knee, but he's due back any time. Well, certainly interesting. In the Nets game, Cam Thomas scored a career-high 44 points off the bench, and the shorthanded Brooklyn Nets rallied from a 23-point deficit to stun the Washington Wizards 125-123. Edmund Sumner also set a personal best with 29 points, and Nick Claxton had 15 points and 13 rebounds for the Nets, who had their largest comeback win of the season and swept the regular season series against the Wizards. The victory came despite Brooklyn being without Kyrie Irving, who was out with what the team called right calf soreness, maybe a phantom injury situation a day after he told the team he would like to be traded. Kristaps Porzingis led the Wizards with 38 points before fouling out. And for the Knicks, Julius Randle had 24 points, 9 rebounds, and 7 assists, and Jalen Brunson scored 21 points. And the New York Knicks overcame an early 21-point deficit to beat the Philadelphia 76ers 108-97. Evan Fournier came off the bench to add 17 points for the Knicks, who were playing a night after an overtime loss to the Los Angeles Clippers. Joel Embiid had 31 points for the 76ers, going 18 of 19 from the free throw line and grabbed 14 rebounds. Some other sports news. Hockey news. The New York Islanders have signed center Bo Horvat to an eight-year contract less than a week after acquiring him in a trade with the Vancouver Canucks. Horvat's deal is worth $68 million and carries an $8.5 million salary cap hit through the 2030-31 season. The Islanders traded forward Anthony Beauvillier prospect Atu Ratti and a protected first-round pick to the Canucks for Horvat. He was set to be an unrestricted free agent. Horvat and Islanders general manager Lou Lamoriello expressed confidence about getting a deal done after the trade. The 27-year-old has scored more than 30 goals for a second consecutive season. And some other sports news. A few minutes after the Kansas City Chiefs and quarterback Patrick Mahomes landed in Phoenix, the pilot hung a Chiefs kingdom flag outside the window as players, coaches, and staff got off the plane and walked across the runway. About an hour later, it was the Philadelphia Eagles who arrived in Arizona with an It's a Philly Thing flag fluttering in the runway as quarterback Jalen Hurts, coach Nick Sirianni, and others made their way to a fleet of buses. Super Bowl 57 is just one week away. The Chiefs will face the Eagles on February 12th in Glendale, Arizona. 759. You're listening to WMBF. Howdy. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WMBF. Closing out hour number two of WMBF's first news with myself, James Kelly, ABC News up next. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, February 6th. You're listening to WNBF. Matthew Ryan, a former mayor of Binghamton, was one of 15 people arrested during a protest outside a Wegmans store in Johnson City. Area residents organized the demonstration in response to violent incidents involving police in Binghamton and elsewhere in the United States. Village police were assisted by officers from several agencies, including New York State Police and the Broome County Sheriff's Office, in clearing Wegman's property after the store closed early Wednesday evening. During a WMBF radio interview Friday, Ryan, an attorney, said he had been called to be a legal observer of the protest. He said he had done some shopping in Wegmans before he stood off to the side next to a WSKG public radio reporter to watch what was going on. Ryan acknowledged that at one point he engaged in an argument with a woman who was calling the demonstrators animals. He said there were a few obscenities tossed back and forth between the two during their brief interaction. 
Bryant said he was some distance from the protesters in the store parking lot as the demonstration was winding down. He said a police officer approached him and said, you have to leave right now. Ryan said he just wanted to be able to observe what's happening. Said the officer asked, so you're not leaving. Ryan said he was arrested and after he said, I don't think I should have to leave. A handwritten appearance ticket was given to Ryan, indicated he was going to be charged with trespass and resisting arrest. According to a police department news release, Ryan in fact did not resist arrest. The release indicated resisting arrest was written by mistake and that the appropriate charges of trespass and obstructing governmental administration will likely be filed in the coming days. Late Friday, Village Police released a new statement saying we wish to issue a retraction of some of the statements made about Ryan. The agency said more extensive review of the video, video footage revealed that Ryan did buy groceries prior to the start of the event, and we apologize for stating that he lied about that fact. The department said Ryan had been misidentified as someone else who had not entered the store. According to a press release on Thursday, multiple firearms and a variety of drug-related items were seized by the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force. On Wednesday, the task force executed a search warrant at 127 Washington Avenue in the village of Endicott. They seized 32.8 grams of fentanyl, 0.5 grams of black tar heroin, 6.5 suboxone strips, various drug paraphernalia, various pills and prescription medications, including 98 methadone pills, a loaded 9mm ghost gun, a loaded 40 caliber handgun, gun parts including 3D printed parts, explosive blasting caps, and over $2,000 in suspected drug proceeds. As a result of the investigation, Chase Tiffany of Binghamton and Paul Reed of Endicott were arrested. Tiffany was charged with criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, two counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, and criminal possession of a weapon in the fourth degree. Paul Reed was charged with three counts of criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, two counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the fourth degree, and three counts of criminally using drug paraphernalia in the second degree. On Thursday, the task force conducted a drug interdiction stop on Interstate 81 northbound at exit 7 in the town of Shenango. Law enforcement officers seized over 1,000 grams of fentanyl worth approximately $45,000, forged identity documents, or almost $2,000 in suspected drug proceeds, as a result of the investigation, Adolfo Del Rio de Jesus of the Bronx, New York City, was charged with criminal possession of a weapon in the first degree. Franklin Valdez of the Bronx, New York City, was charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance in the first degree. And Carlos Valdez of North Providence, Rhode Island, was charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance in the first degree, criminal possession of a forged instrument in the second degree, and criminal impersonation in the second degree. According to a press release from the United States Attorney's Office, Northern District of New York, 55-year-old Charles Wager of Castle-on-Hudson, New York, was convicted of attempting to entice a minor into engaging in unlawful sexual activities following a four-day trial. Wager reportedly exchanged thousands of sexually explicit text messages with people he believed to be a 10-year-old girl and her mother. In addition to discussing different sexual acts with who he believed to be the 10-year-old girl and her mother, Wager also sent nude photos of himself. He then made arrangements to meet the 10-year-old girl and her mother on February 5, 2021. Wager traveled from Castleton-on-Hudson to Binghamton with the intent to engage in sexual activities with the 10-year-old girl. Upon his arrival at the agreed-upon meeting location in Binghamton, Wager was arrested by law enforcement officials. 
Wager was already a registered sex offender, pleading guilty in 2002 to rape in the third degree after admitting to having sexual intercourse with a then 15-year-old girl. Following his arrest in Binghamton, he admitted to sexually molesting two other minor victims several decades ago. Wager now faces a minimum of 20 years in prison and a maximum life sentence, in addition to a fine of up to $250,000 and the term of supervised release of at least five years and up to life when he's sentenced on June 8th. Republican lawmakers are accusing China of deliberately surveilling sensitive U.S. military sites with a suspected spy balloon. And they say the Biden administration has given Beijing an intelligence opening by not downing the balloon during its high-altitude drift through American airspace. Democrats are defending Biden, and they note that they were from similar incursions while Donald Trump was president. A missile from an F-22 fighter jet downed the balloon on Saturday off the South Carolina coast. A U.S. official tells the Associated Press that those involved in the recovery of the balloon are planning to take it to the FBI lab in Quantico, Virginia, for further analysis. And the Biden administration has offered to brief congressional leaders on its investigation into the classified documents found in the private possession of President Joe Biden and former President Donald Trump. That's according to people familiar with the matter who spoke to the Associated Press on the condition of anonymity on Sunday. A briefing could come as soon as this week, but it may not meet bipartisan demands from lawmakers who say they have ongoing national security concerns. Any briefing isn't expected to include direct access to the documents that were seized. National Weather Service forecast for down Town Binghamton. Today, chance of rain showers, possibly mixing with snow after 7 a.m., then gradually ending. Mostly cloudy with a high near 38 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 21. Tomorrow, a slight chance of showers after 4 p.m., increasing clouds with a high near 41 degrees, 20% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, chance of rain showers before 5 a.m., then a slight chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy with a low near 32 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. And Wednesday, a slight chance of rain and snow showers before 8 a.m., partly sunny with a high near 41 degrees, 20% chance of rain. Wednesday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 29 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Question What will you find on all over the counter or OTC medicine packages to help you choose the right drug and use it safely? The answer The Drug Facts label. This label lists the medicine's active ingredients and purpose, how much to take, and warnings you should know before using it. Remember, even OTC medicines you buy without a prescription can cause side effects you don't want. So follow the information listed on the drug facts label. For more information, visit FDA.gov slash drug facts label. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Are you thinking about buying medicine online? A search for online pharmacies yields more than 20 million results. But which ones can you trust? Medicines bought from unlicensed online pharmacies can be dangerous. You may get a fake drug, your condition may get worse, or you may experience a bad reaction. Don't put your health at risk. To learn how to find an online pharmacy that's safe and legal, visit FDA.gov slash BeSafeRx. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 8.13 on WMBF. You're listening to hour number three of First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Haven't heard of any problems out on the Binghamton roads this morning, so let's keep up the safe driving. If you see anything causing traffic jams out there, let us know. We'll make sure everyone gets to work on time. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 32 degrees, some fog and mist in the area. 
Windchill has it at 25 degrees. Today, mostly cloudy with a high near 38. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 21. Tomorrow, a slight chance of showers after 4 p.m., increasing clouds with a high near 41 degrees, a 20% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, chance of rain showers before 5 a.m., then a slight chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy with a low near 32 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. And Wednesday, slight chance of rain and snow showers before 8 a.m., partly sunny with a high near 41 degrees, 20% chance of rain. Wednesday night, slight chance of freezing rain after 2 a.m., mixing with rain after 5 a.m., Mostly cloudy with a low near 29 degrees, a 20% chance of rain. It's 8:14. You're listening to WMBF. All across the country, people are coming together to speed up what we can learn about health. The All of Us Research Program is calling on 1 million people to join us as we try to change the future of health. For your family, for future generations, for all of us. Visit joinallofus.org and find out how you can become one in a million. Eight seventeen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. All-star point guard Kyrie Irving is being traded by the Brooklyn Nets. The team has struck a deal with the Dallas Mavericks. That's according to a person with knowledge of the situation who spoke to the AP on condition of anonymity because neither team had announced the move. The Mavericks will trade Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, and a package of draft picks to the Nets. The blockbuster trade ends Irving's pairing with Kevin Durant before it ever had much of a chance to click. Dallas also gets Markeith Morris in the deal. So ends the Kyrie Irving era in Brooklyn, and certainly an interesting one. Had to miss a lot of games after the COVID-19 pandemic started as he refused to get the COVID-19 vaccine. A lot of places have mandated that he have the vaccine to play, so he was missing a lot of games. And over the summer, he opted into his deal, said he was staying for Kevin Durant, said he wanted to play with seven, which prompted Kevin Durant to request a trade to the Phoenix Suns. Nets ended up not granting that trade request. So Kyrie and Kevin Durant played a little bit together this year. Kyrie again missing some games after being suspended by the league or the team after making comments about a documentary on Twitter that had anti-Semitic beliefs in them. And Kyrie Irving finally back. Kevin Durant goes down with a knee injury. Now Kyrie Irving asking to be traded from a good team. The Brooklyn Nets currently in a playoff position. So certainly an interesting way for this saga to end. In the Nets' actual game, Cam Thomas scored a career-high 44 points off the bench, and the shorthanded Brooklyn Nets rallied from a 23-point deficit to stun the Washington Wizards, 125-123. Edmund Sumner also set a personal best with 29 points, and Nick Claxton had 15 points and 13 rebounds for the Nets, who had their largest comeback win of the season and swept the regular season series against the Wizards. The victory came despite Brooklyn being without Kyrie Irving, who was out with what the team said was right calf soreness a day after he told the team he would like to be traded. A little bit of a phantom injury situation going on there. Kristaps Porzingis led the Wizards with 38 points before fouling out. For the Knicks, Julius Randle had 24 points, 9 rebounds, and 7 assists, and Jalen Brunson scored 21 points, and the New York Knicks overcame an early 21-point deficit to beat the Philadelphia 76ers 108-97. Evan Fournier came off the bench to add 17 points for the Knicks, who were playing a night after an overtime loss to the Los Angeles Clippers. 
Joel Embiid had 31 points for the 76ers, going 18 of 19 from the free throw line and grabbed 14 rebounds. Some hockey news. The New York Islanders have signed center Bo Horvat to an eight-year contract, less than a week after acquiring him in a trade with the Vancouver Canucks. Horvat's deal is worth $68 million and carries an $8.5 million salary cap hit through the 2030-31 season. The Islanders traded forward Anthony Beauvillier, prospect Atu Ratty, and a protected first-round pick to the Canucks for Horvat. He was set to be an unrestricted free agent at the end of the season. Horvat and Islanders general manager Lou Lamoriello expressed confidence about getting a deal done after the trade. The 27-year-old has scored more than 30 goals for the second consecutive season. A little bit of offensive help for the New York Islanders. Some other sports news. The NFL has stopped pretending its All-Star game was an actual game. The latest iteration of the Pro Bowl won't have tackle football, but instead flag football. A series of events that accumulates three points each leads up to three flag football contests. The AFC took a 9-3 lead Thursday by winning the precision, precision passing competition, the three-event lightning round, and the long drive, the NFC won in dodgeball. And on a, oh, and a few minutes after the Kansas City Chiefs and quarterback Patrick Mahomes landed in Phoenix, the pilot hung a Chiefs Kingdom flag out of, out of the window as players, coaches, and staff got off the plane and walked across the runway. About an hour later, it was the Philadelphia Eagles who arrived in Arizona with an It's a Philly Thing flag fluttering in the runway as quarterback Jalen Hurts, coach Nick Sirianni, and others made their way to a fleet of buses. Super Bowl 57 is just one week away. The Chiefs will face the Eagles on February 12th in Glendale, Arizona. It's 822 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Investors on Friday decided to take some of the profits they'd scored during the week, sending the Dow Jones 128 points lower to close just under 34,000. The S&P gave up 1% Friday. The Nasdaq Composite fell 1.6%. 95 of the S&P 500 companies will release earnings reports this week, including PepsiCo, Uber, and ABC's parent company, Walt Disney. Quarterly so far this season have shown disappointing corporate profits. Dell Technologies is cutting over 6,500 jobs in the latest round of tech industry layoffs. Bloomberg reports that Dell and other hardware makers have faced falling consumer demand after they boomed during the pandemic. Soaring food prices have American consumers looking for alternatives. They're finding them in their neighborhood dollar stores. A study published in the American Journal of Public Health finds that dollar stores are the fastest growing grocery retailers in the country. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Being a teenager is tough. There's the constant pressure to be liked. Endless worrying about college. Cyberbullying, high expectations, all the negativity. There's no question, being a teenager is tough. And what do New York's teens do when they want to block out the noise and clear their heads? We play! <laughs> Research shows that teenagers who participate in high school sports have lower stress levels, more confidence, and greater self-esteem. And then there's the biggest benefit of all. High school sports are fun. Not just fun. They're a lot of fun. <laughs> Encourage your teenagers to participate in a sport or activity when they go to high school. They'll stress less and smile more. And they'll be laying the foundation for a happier, healthier future. This message presented by the New York State Public High School Athletic Association and the New York State Athletic Administrators Association. How far...
8.25 on WMBF. Now time for A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. You know, it's hard for me to believe, but it's almost been a decade since I launched the Just Say Hello campaign with Oprah. The idea was to combat loneliness. And unfortunately, in large part due to the pandemic, I think a lot of people have gotten even lonelier. I think it's also safe to say that on the whole, men tend to have fewer close relationships as compared to women. Now, close friendships, not just casual acquaintances, are so important in our lives because we can't just rely on our spouse or significant other or our family for all the support we need. So if you want to make some new friends, real friends, experts say a very powerful place to start is by listening and asking real questions. Maybe the thought of sitting face to face and deep diving into your feelings is overwhelming. Well, okay, then make a plan to go do something, but have a meaningful conversation while you are doing it. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. Runners, to your mark. Set. Some may see a sprinter. At the NFHS, we see a future leader already off to the races. Some may see a volleyball player. Good hit. Way to go, girl. At the NFHS, we see a spike in confidence that will help her achieve her potential. What else do we see? Musicians learning to march to their own beat. We're the NFHS, the national leader and advocate for high school athletics and activities in America, helping today's teenagers develop the skills they need to become tomorrow's leaders. And we see it happening in communities across New York every single day. Learn more about the NFHS commitment to youth at NFHS.org. This message presented by the NFHS, the National Federation of State High School Associations. You're struggling with your mortgage. You think about it all the time. What are we going to do if we lose the house? It's time to stop thinking and start dialing. Call 1-888-995-HOPE for a free government program that offers expert one-on-one -on -one advice about your mortgage options. We've helped over a million homeowners, and we want to help you. Call 1-888-995-HOPE or visit makinghomeaffordable.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Treasury, HUD, and the Ad Council. Eight twenty nine on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Haven't heard of any problems out on the Binghamton roads this morning, so let's keep up the safe driving. If you see anything causing traffic jams out there, let us know. 
We'll let everybody else know, make sure everyone gets to work on time, get the week offs on the right foot. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 32 degrees, some fog and mist in the area. Windchill has it at 25 degrees. Today mostly cloudy with a high near 38. Tonight mostly cloudy, a low near 21. Tomorrow a slight chance of showers after 4 p.m. Increasing clouds with a high near 41 degrees, a 20% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, chance of rain showers before 5 a.m., then a slight chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy with a low near 32 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. And Wednesday, a slight chance of rain and snow showers before 8 a.m. Partly sunny with a high near 41 degrees, 20% chance of rain. Wednesday night, slight chance of freezing rain after 2 a.m., mixing with rain after 5 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 29 degrees, 20% chance of rain. It's 8.30. You're listening to WMBF. This is an important message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. After a storm, many roads may be flooded. Avoid driving through these areas, especially when the water is moving fast. Drownings can result from driving through water. In fact, as little as six inches of water may cause you to lose control of your vehicle. And as little as two feet of water will carry most cars away. To learn more, call the CDC at 800-CDC-INFO. on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. It's Renaissance, Beyonce. And with that win for Best Dance Electronic Music Album Sunday night, Beyonce broke the record for the most Grammy wins in history with 32. Lizzo's About Damn Time won Record of the Year with Harry Styles, Bonnie Raitt, and Samara Joy also taking the top categories. Will you make a choice? It took Knock at the Cabin to knock Avatar The Way of Water out of first place at the box office. Filmmaker M. Night Shyamalan's latest thriller debuted with $14.2 million. Let's get it done. Avatar The Way of Water fell to third in week seven, but no complaints. It's currently the fourth highest-grossing movie of all time worldwide. Be careful, Ralphie! Melinda Dillon has died at age 80. She's best known as the mom in A Christmas Story and Close Encounters of the Third Kind, the latter chasing the aliens who abducted her son. And singer Rick Astley's 57 Monday. I'm Christopher Watson, ABC News. You've been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. You have to carefully monitor your health for the rest of your life. And you have an increased risk of developing cardiovascular disease. Cut, take two. Action. You've been diagnosed with a new purpose, to fight for the amazing life you've made for yourself. To look that risk of heart disease square in the face and say, no, not me. You've been given a new opportunity to live. Get started at nodiabetesbyheart.org. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, February 6th. You're listening to WMBF. Matthew Ryan, a former mayor of Binghamton, was one of 15 people arrested during a protest outside a Wegmans store in Johnson City. Area residents organized the demonstration in response to violent incidents involving police in Binghamton and elsewhere in the United States. Village police were assisted by officers from several agencies, including New York State Police and the Broome County Sheriff's Office, in clearing Wegmans' property after the store closed early Wednesday evening. During a WMBF radio interview Friday, Ryan, an attorney, said he had been called to be a legal observer of the protest. 
He said he had done some shopping in Wegmans before he stood off to the side next to a WSKG public radio reporter to watch what was going on. Ryan acknowledged that at one point he engaged in an argument with a woman who was calling the demonstrators animals. He said there were a few obscenities tossed back and forth between the two during their brief interaction. Ryan said he was some distance from the protesters in the store parking lot as the demonstration was winding down. He said a police officer approached him and said, you have to leave right now. Ryan said he just wanted to be able to observe what's happening. Said the officer asked, so you're not leaving. Ryan said he was arrested and after he said, I don't think I should have to leave. A handwritten appearance ticket was given to Ryan, indicated he was going to be charged with trespass and resisting arrest. According to a police department news release, Ryan in fact did not resist arrest. The release indicated resisting arrest was written by mistake and that the appropriate charges of trespass and obstructing governmental administration will likely be filed in the coming days. Late Friday, Village Police released a new statement saying we wish to issue a retraction of some of the statements made about Ryan. The agency said more extensive review of the video video footage revealed that Ryan did buy groceries prior to the start of the event, and we apologize for stating that he lied about that fact. The department said Ryan had been misidentified as someone else who had not entered the store. According to a press release on Thursday, multiple firearms and a variety of drug-related items were seized by the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force. On Wednesday, the task force executed a search warrant at 127 Washington Avenue in the village of Endicott. They seized 32.8 grams of fentanyl, 0.5 grams of black tar heroin, 6.5 suboxone strips, various drug paraphernalia, various pills and prescription medications, including 98 methadone pills, a loaded 9mm ghost gun, a loaded 40 caliber handgun, gun parts including 3D printed parts, explosive blasting caps, and over $2,000 in suspected drug proceeds. As a result of the investigation, Chase Tiffany of Binghamton and Paul Reed of Endicott were arrested. Tiffany was charged with criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, two counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, and criminal possession of a weapon in the fourth degree. Paul Reed was charged with three counts of criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, two counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the fourth degree, and three counts of criminally using drug paraphernalia in the second degree. On Thursday, the task force conducted a drug interdiction stop on Interstate 81 northbound at Exit 7 in the town of Shenango. Law enforcement officers seized over 1,000 grams of fentanyl worth approximately $45,000, forged identity documents, or almost $2,000 in suspected drug proceeds, as a result of the investigation, Adolfo Del Rio de Jesus of the Bronx, New York City, was charged with criminal possession of a weapon in the first degree. Franklin Valdez of the Bronx, New York City, was charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance in the first degree. And Carlos Valdez of North Providence, Rhode Island, was charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance in the first degree, criminal possession of a forged instrument in the second degree, and criminal impersonation in the second degree. According to a press release from the United States Attorney's Office, Northern District of New York, 55-year-old Charles Wager of Castle-on-Hudson, New York, was convicted of attempting to entice a minor into engaging in unlawful sexual activities following a four-day trial. Wager reportedly exchanged thousands of sexually explicit text messages with people he believed to be a 10-year-old girl and her mother. In addition to discussing different sexual acts with who he believed to be the 10-year-old girl and her mother, Wager also sent nude photos of himself. He then made arrangements to meet the 10-year-old girl and her mother. On February 5, 2021, Wager traveled from Castleton-on-Hudson to Binghamton with the intent to engage in sexual activities with the 10-year-old girl. Upon his arrival at the agreed-upon meeting location in Binghamton, Wager was arrested by law enforcement officials. 
Wager was already a registered sex offender, pleading guilty in 2002 to rape in the third degree after admitting to having sexual intercourse with a then 15-year-old girl. Following his arrest in Binghamton, he admitted to sexually molesting two other minor victims several decades ago. Wager now faces a minimum of 20 years in prison and a maximum life sentence, in addition to a fine of up to $250,000 and the term of supervised release of at least five years and up to life when he's sentenced on June 8th. Republican lawmakers are accusing China of deliberately surveilling sensitive U.S. military sites with a suspected spy balloon. And they say the Biden administration has given Beijing an intelligence opening by not downing the balloon during its high-altitude drift through American airspace. Democrats are defending Biden, and they note that they were from similar incursions while Donald Trump was president. A missile from an F-22 fighter jet downed the balloon on Saturday off the South Carolina coast. A U.S. official tells the Associated Press that those involved in the recovery of the balloon are planning to take it to the FBI lab in Quantico, Virginia, for further analysis. And the Biden administration has offered to brief congressional leaders on its investigation into the classified documents found in the private possession of President Joe Biden and former President Donald Trump. That's according to people familiar with the matter who spoke to the Associated Press on the condition of anonymity on Sunday. A briefing could come as soon as this week, but it may not meet bipartisan demands from lawmakers who say they have ongoing national security concerns. Any briefing isn't expected to include direct access to the documents that were seized. National Weather Service forecast for down town Binghamton. Today, chance of rain showers possibly mixing with snow after 7 a.m., then gradually ending. Mostly cloudy with a high near 38 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 21. Tomorrow, a slight chance of showers after 4 p.m., increasing clouds with a high near 41 degrees, 20% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, chance of rain showers before 5 a.m., then a slight chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy with a low near 32 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. And Wednesday, a slight chance of rain and snow showers before 8 a.m., partly sunny with a high near 41 degrees, 20% chance of rain. Wednesday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 29 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Hi, folks. Colorectal cancer screening saves lives, but only if people get tested. About 23 million adults have never been tested. Almost two out of three have a regular doctor and health insurance that would pay for the test. Doctors often recommend colonoscopy, but the fecal occult blood test and sigmoidoscopy also effectively find colorectal cancer early. When people can pick the test they prefer, they're more likely to actually get tested. If you're between the ages of 50 and 75, talk with your doctor about which test is best for you. Make sure you understand the steps you need to take to get tested. If you have a family history of colorectal cancer or polyps or inflammatory bowel disease, ask your doctor if you should start screening before age 50. Through the Affordable Care Act, many people have access to health insurance that covers colorectal cancer screening tests at no cost. Remember, the best test is the test that gets done. Eight forty-three on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. Some late breaking news today. A small earthquake in western New York has jolted people awake, but apparently caused no significant damage. The U.S. Geological Survey preliminarily reported a magnitude 3.8 earthquake centered east of Buffalo at about 6.15 a.m. today. A seismologist says it was the region's strongest quake in at least 40 years. The shaking lasted only a few seconds, 
but sent residents unaccustomed to earthquakes to social media in search of an explanation. Erie County Executive Mark Polenkars tweeted that the quake was felt in at least a 30-mile radius. That's got to be one of the worst ways to wake up on a Monday morning. Now, 6.15, I'm already up and at them. The show has already started. For 15 minutes, we've already been on the air. But for the majority of people who wake up at normal times, like, say, I don't know, 7 o'clock, seems pretty reasonable. Now, Monday morning, the absolute last thing you need is to be woken up at 6.15 a.m. by an earthquake. And it feels like one of those things that I always make fun of, like Florida or Texas or Georgia. Like, they get a little dusting of snow and the entire state shuts down. I make fun of that. And I'm sure people on the West Coast, in California especially, are looking at this 3.8 magnitude earthquake in, outside of Buffalo. So like, what are you all complaining about? This is nothing. But yeah, still not the way you would want to wake up in the morning. Can't say I felt it here in Binghamton. I can't say I felt the ground shaking beneath my feet. It must be out of that 30-mile radius outside of Buffalo. And it seems to be the only logical es explanation for why I didn't feel the earthquake. I think I felt one in my life. A very small one. Now, years and years and years ago. But it was weird. How do you hide from the ground shaking? No way. It's 845. You're listening to WMBF. Do you have... Forty-seven on WMBF. We're now joined by Preston from Broom Tioga Workforce. How's it going, Preston? It's going well. How are you, James? Uh, pretty good. You have a good weekend? I did. Did you? Yeah, it was a little cold for me to be out and about. <laughs> yeah. So I just stayed I in all weekend. That. Yeah, I, I hear you. Absolutely. So what do you got for us today? Yeah, so I want to take a couple minutes and just talk about what we've got going on uh, this week. So we've got a couple recruitments coming up. We've got the New York State DOL Regional Southern Tiered Virtual Job Fair. This is going to be held on Thursday, February 16th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. A preview day will be on Wednesday, February 15th. People can register at nysdolvirtual3.easyvirtualfair.com. The Broomtauga Workforce and the Binghamton Black Bears is having a job fair. This will be held on Friday, February 17th from 2.30 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. at the Visions Veterans Memorial Arena, 1 Stewart Street in Binghamton. There are 26 businesses attending the job fair so far and more to come. Bring a resume and receive a free ticket to that night's Bear Cat, Bear, Black Bears game. For off-site recruitments, we have Raymond Corporation is conducting open interviews on Wednesdays and Thursdays from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. at their 22 South Canal Street location in Green. And UHS is looking for nursing assistance. Anyone that is interested, please contact Crystal Travis at 763-5045 or email crystal at crystal.travis at nyuhs.org. So that's our week in, ad in advance, and uh, we've got a lot of opportunities out there for people to find employment. Yeah, a lot of opportunities in the Binghamton area this week. Hey, absolutely. Well, Preston, thanks for joining us. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. You as well. Take care. It's 849. You're listening to WMBF. Now that you're...
8.52 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Haven't heard of any problems out on the Binghamton roads this morning, so let's keep up the safe driving. And if you see anything causing traffic jams out there, let us know. We'll make sure everyone gets to work on time. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 32 degrees, some fog and mist in the area. Windchill has it at 25 degrees. Today mostly cloudy with a high near 38. Tonight mostly cloudy, a low near 21. Tomorrow a slight chance of showers after 4 p.m. Increasing clouds with a high near 41 degrees, a 20% chance of rain. Tomorrow night chance of rain showers before 5 a.m., then a slight chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy with a low near 32 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. And Wednesday a slight chance of rain and snow showers before 8 a.m. Partly sunny with a high near 41 degrees, a 20% chance of rain. Wednesday night, slight chance of freezing rain after 2 a.m., mixing with rain after 5 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 29 degrees, a 20% chance of rain. It's 8.53 on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando. Most Americans are outraged that our government allowed the Chinese to float a spy balloon all across our entire country. Especially we know the government knew about this thing more than a week ago when it drifted into Alaska airspace. So what can we do? I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by CarShield. Be prepared for the unexpected. Visit carshield.com slash Kim and save 10%. Deductible may apply. Obviously, communist China is not our friend. It spies on our military, it steals our business trade secrets, and then manufactures its own products using our technology. It spies on you and your family with the most popular social media program on the planet, TikTok. TikTok's parent company is ByteDance, located in Beijing. ByteDance gives all the personal data it collects right to the communist Chinese government. And let me tell you, it collects a lot. You saw the balloon. You know what they think of us. So now, finally, after all the warnings, can we just ban TikTok? Find my longer daily podcast called Kim Commando Today wherever you get your podcasts. When you use the bathroom, you always close the door behind you, right? You don't want random passerbys just looking in. So why would you let people look in on you when you go online? Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like going to the bathroom and not closing the door. Your ISP knows every single website you visit and can sell this information to ad companies and tech giants who will use your data to target you. ExpressVPN creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so that your online activity can't be seen by anyone. I use ExpressVPN on all my devices. It works on phones, laptops, even routers. Plus, it's as easy as closing the bathroom door. Just fire up the app, click one button, and you're protected. If you're like me and believe that your online activity is your business, secure yourself by visiting expressvpn.com slash Kim today. Use my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash Kim, to get an extra three months free. That's expressvpn.com slash Kim. When people... on WMBF. Time for a sports update. All-star point guard Kyrie Irving is being traded by the Brooklyn Nets. The team has struck a deal with the Dallas Mavericks. That's according to a person with knowledge of the situation who spoke to the Associated Press on condition of anonymity because neither team had announced the move yet. The Mavericks will trade Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, and a package of draft picks to the Nets. The blockbuster trade ends Irving's pairing with Kevin Durant before it ever had much of a chance to click. Dallas also gets Markeith Morris in the deal. So it brings about an end to a weird journey with Kyrie Irving as a Brooklyn Net. 
going all the way back to 2020 when he wasn't allowed to play in a lot of arenas because he refused to get the COVID-19 vaccine. That problem persisted the following season. Then re-signs, gets his, uh, his opt-in for his contract at $36 million, says he wants to stay with Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant asks for a trade. The Nets refuse to trade Kevin Durant. Then this season, Irving suspended for a few games by the team after making comments about a documentary that contained anti-Semitic beliefs. And Kevin Durant gets injured, and now Kyrie Irving requesting a trade, even though he's on a pretty good Brooklyn Nets team that has a very good shot at the postseason. But in the Nets game, Cam Thomas scored a career-high 44 points off the bench, and the shorthanded Brooklyn Nets rallied from a 23-point deficit to stun the Washington Wizards, 125-123. Edmund Sumner also set a personal best with 29 points, and Nick Claxton had 15 points and 13 rebounds for the Nets, who had their largest comeback win of the season and swept to the regular season series against the Wizards. For the Knicks, Julius Randle had 24 points, 9 rebounds, and 7 assists, and Jalen Brunson scored 21 points. And the New York Knicks overcame an early 21-point deficit to beat the Philadelphia 76ers 108-97. Evan Fournier came off the bench to add 17 points for the Knicks, who were playing a night after an overtime loss to the Los Angeles Clippers. Joel Embiid had 31 points for the 76ers, going 18 of 19 from the free throw line and grabbed 14 rebounds. And the New York Islanders have signed center Bo Horvat to an eight-year contract less than a week after acquiring him in a trade with the Vancouver Canucks. Horvat's deal is worth $68 million and carries an $8.5 million salary cap hit through the 2030-31 season. It's 8.59. You're listening to WMBF. Welcome. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Closing out the final hour of WMBF's First News with myself, James Kelly, Bob Josephs, Binghamton Now, coming up next.